Welcome back to the Get Rich or Get Drunk Trying podcast. It's your girl, Asia Abstin. We are on episode 30 of your favorite podcaster's favorite podcast. That was Borders um, by an artist called St. John featuring one of the hottest men of all time, Lenny Kravitz, the god, big dick energy number one, um, as we like to call him in the streets. Welcome back, guys. I have missed you dearly, and I'm super fucking excited to be back talking to you. So first, let's properly catch up. Um, The last half of 2019 was kind of wild. I fell in love with a boy, um, and then he broke up with me, so that was fun. Kind of ruined my life for like five minutes, so a bitch was, podcasting was not on my timeline. I'm just going to be honest with you. When your personal life is like in shambles, you know, uh, your hobbies and your side hustles kind of be on the left a little bit. And I'm ashamed of that and I need to do better. But I want to be transparent and honest with you guys about what happened. So I was kind of missing an action on that end. And then I launched the Get Rich or Get Drunk Trying merch And that shit just took off kind of wild. So while my personal life was in shambles, uh, my business life was booming. So, you know, I have hats and T-shirts and they really they're really simple, but they're really so dope. Um, In case you have not checked out the merch shop, the number one hat that sells is Keep Pussy Expensive. Uh, You can't afford me. I just dropped plant-based pussy, which we will be uh, talking about later in the show, but they really took off. And thank you to everyone who has been shopping in uh, the Get Rich or Get Drunk Trying store. I am adding things like uh, these super cute fall first slides that say gold digger. They're amazing. Obviously, I will link everything in the show notes for you guys. So that kind of took off. And then my other business, electric87.com, had an amazing Q4 for Black Friday. So I was just like crazy, crazy, crazy busy. And you guys know that I still work um, a regular job. So like a bitch was all over the place and I just could not find the time to get on this mic. But it's so wild because the second I open the app and get busy with the software, It just flows and it just reminds me how much I really need to be on this mic regularly with you guys. You love the content you ask me for all the time and I need to do better and I missed you like crazy. Uh, Anything else cool happening with me? No, working like crazy, business is booming. Um, Yeah, so enough about me. Let's get into the show. All right, so the first thing that I want to get into it with you guys about is feminist icon, modern day superhero, bad bitch extraordinaire, Lori Harvey. Okay, Lori Harvey, uh, in case you don't know who she is, is a model socialite all around cutie uh, who is the 
daughter of Steve Harvey and uh, well, stepdaughter. And uh, she has been all over the blogs, all over the media, all over IG, Twitter, whatever, for her famous dating life. And this is what kicked it off. Meek Mill and Drake dropped a song called Going Bad. And that was November 2018. And I think that's what put Lori in the kind of lexicon of um, young urban shit, rap and, and memes and social media for those that didn't know who she was prior. So it has been this whole thing, this whole speculation of, who was Lori dating? Is she the hottest chick in the game? Blah, 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 blah. Because Meek Mill dropped her in a song and he said that's all he wanted for Christmas. Cut to maybe a few weeks later, Lori was spotted out with Trey Songs, And then she was spotted out with Justin Combs. And then she was spotted out with Diddy Combs. So it was like, ah, okay, sis. Uh... The streets are trying to keep track of what's going on and who you dating. And, and we want to know. And she would never publicly announce that she was with anyone. And no one was announcing that they were with, with, they were with her. And the speculation just kept growing and growing and growing. And then comes everybody's baby daddy. And I mean that literally. Nevadius, uh, a.k.a. Future throws his hat in the ring, and it is alleged that Lori and Future are dating. And this breaks the fucking internet. Like, people freak out because, you know, Future has always been a savage. It's just who he is as a person. Um, he has 37, 20, 30, 49 children by just as many women. And, um, you know, he thinks he's a prize and... We know that he is just our toxic king and Lori has been labeled the toxic queen because she has made future um, into allegedly or apparently a one woman man. So over this weekend, Lori's birthday popped off in Jamaica and all the hot couples showed up to celebrate with her. Her entire family was there and future does the unthinkable by posting her on his Instagram. And uh, it literally breaks the internet. This shit was everywhere. Lori posted him to stories and then Future posted her to his feed, all with the caption, life is good, promoting Future and Drake's new track by the same title. And, um, you know, this whole gossip is really just fucking silly. <laughs> like, silly. You guys are not involved in these people's relationships. You do not know what is going on behind closed doors. And the crooks of this whole thing, why this is relevant to talk about on my show, where dating and celebrity gossip, you know, are not the focal point, is because Lori is so trailblazing and so iconic to y'all for doing shit that every other girl is already doing. It is just such a big deal when a young black woman decides that she's going to live out loud instead of doing shit behind the scenes like we've always been so trained to do. We are doing what young brothers do. We are doing what young white boys do. 
and living it out loud and on display and on front street because we can just like y'all have been doing since the beginning of time like if this was a 23 year old boy we would be applauding her and praising I'm sorry applauding him and praising him and he would be the mac of the year he would be the man he would be the little homie the big homie but when it's a girl She's slut shamed. She's a hoe. How is she fucking everybody in the industry? How's she gonna go out with a father and a son? We don't know that. Have you seen a sex tape? You don't know who she been with or, or you know, who she, if you take a photo next to someone in these Hollywood streets, y'all are linked up and dating. You don't know what's going on in that woman's life in her bedroom. And even if she was, if she's practicing safe sex and enjoying herself and everybody's consenting adults, then it's Gucci, like, Mind your business is the moral of the story. It is just so shocking to me that this Lori Harvey thing is breaking the internet. I mean, grown-ups, grown people, entrepreneurs that own businesses, parents have been talking about this Lori Harvey story. Like a college-age girl is like all over the place. And it's really, it just shows you how sexist um, we still are in 2020 that it's okay for a boy to do it, but it's not okay for a girl. And that's why I'm calling Lori the feminist icon and giving her her accolades. And um, though I will say, I'm scared for her. Future, as we know, has super sperm. If he looks at you, you might be pregnant. And I can't allow Lori to get taken down by the future super sperm. Like, don't fall victim. I'm going to need him to double bag it as well as pull out. And then she should take a plan B on top of her regular birth control. Because future sperm seems to be radioactive in some way. Um, He has like 4,200,000 children a week. And uh, that young sister, she doesn't want that. She doesn't want to be involved in them shenanigans, in the trifecta of the of the baby mama experience. It, it doesn't seem to be all it's cracked up to be. So I don't want her involved in that. And that would be my one piece of advice for her is to like just whatever she does, do not get pregnant by future. But yes, keep chalooping, keep mingling, keep... You know, putting your foot on the necks of others. Keep keep it up. That is the energy that I want all my young ladies to have. Like if you are listening to this show, if you are single and you are taking care of your business, which is what matters, date who you want, multi-date. Date him, date his homeboy, date his dad, date whoever you want to date and Feel no way about it. Give absolutely no fucks because that's what these men have been doing since the beginning of time. And that is why they are rattled, okay? They are shaking at the thought that this is going to be the new wave because it's not that it's not been done. It's that it hadn't been done out loud, um, you know, by such a beautiful woman who was high profile and who was doing her thing. Like take the Rihanna route, take the Lori Harvey route. Do you enjoy and luxuriate? There are so many men on this planet, so many flavors of men and different 
calibers and ethnicities and diversity and you should be tasting and enjoying and luxuriating on the buffet that is boys until you are ready to do something else. And if that's not your way, that's cool too. But don't slut shame and don't hate on the ones who choose to enjoy the smorgasbord, okay? And that's just that on that. Uh, and now I'm gonna shift gears to the total opposite direction and double back to plant-based pussy. Okay, so my life has been changed and I wanna change your life with um, my new favorite fucking movie, The Game Changers. And I know that this is everywhere, but if you haven't heard about it, let me refresh your memory. So The Game Changers documentary is on Netflix right now and it is about the benefits of going plant-based. So plant-based, a plant-based diet is a diet based on plants and legumes and, and nuts and berries and grains and seeds and fruits with little or no animal products. Um, and the effects that this has on your body compared to the effects of meat, dairy, eggs, and all that shenanigan. Uh, the movie was kicked off by a UFC fighter. His name is, what's his name? James Wilkes. Right, right, right. He is a master UFC fighter and defense trainer who got sick or got injured, excuse me, and spent his time trying to recover. And in his recovery process, he discovered veganism or being plant-based and the effects that it would have on his body. So he went plant-based and it changed his life. I am now plant-based and it has changed my life. And I'm obsessed with this movie. It's all I talk about. <laughs> Everyone I know in my life has been affected by it because I won't shut the fuck up. Uh, so basically meat and animal products and the effects that they have on our bodies. You have to watch the movie. It's scientific. There's all these studies and I don't want to ruin it for you. But long story short, Meat and animal-based products constrict blood flow. And as we know, blood flow is everything. So anything that is making your body and your blood pump at a lower rate of performance, is it can't be a good thing, right? So I want you guys to catch this movie. Think about the things that you've learned. Um, what I will say is I am only dating vegan men from now on because they have more erections and they last longer and praise God for that. So I'm team vegan now and it has been a journey. Uh, cutting out meat has been easy. I don't miss meat at all so far. It's only been a, like a couple weeks. So, you know, don't throw me in parade yet, but I do not miss meat. I've gone out to dinner with people that have had literally my boy Les ordered bottomless chicken wings the other night. I wasn't even tempted to try it. I had my first Impossible Burger. I don't know if that's going to be my lane. It was like, I, but it definitely was more meat-ish than I expected it to be. I was pleasantly surprised, but I'm struggling with going full vegan because everything you pick up unsuspectingly has dairy it has cheese it has milk it has eggs and I never thought of these things before because I eat everything like I have been 
a full on carnivore my entire life. It never even occurred to me to not eat animals. And it wasn't about the plight of the animals. Like I can't watch movies like that where it's just about, you know, the the sad little chickens in a cage. No, it just never occurred to me. I didn't care. Like I'm from the South side of Chicago. Rib tips are like a major food group. I have had pizza with sausage on it for three meals a week for my entire life. But this movie definitely made me feel like, eh, I don't ever think I want to have that again in my life. I want to perform at the very best level that I can perform in every way. I want to decrease my exposure and my risk to heart disease and cancer and all types of just gnarly shit that I don't want. Like, I want to age backwards. I want to look younger and hotter forever. And that's really what it's about. It's about vanity. I'm like, I'm not going to bullshit you. Yes, it's about my health, but it's about vanity. I want to be hotter than ever forever. I mean, is that cool? Like, is that cool to say? Like, it, it's it's not just about heart disease. It's about being a bad bitch with a snatched waist for life. And that is my plan. And you know, I've been in the gym. I talk about this occasionally and it's like you perform better. You do get vegan superpowers once you go plant-based. So, you know, that's what I'm trying to fuck with. And um, the list of producers on the Game Changers movie really blew me away. Like Chris Paul's a producer, Lewis Hamilton. You guys know I love F1. I go to F1 races. That meant a lot to me. Like Jackie Chan, Arnold Schwarzenegger, James Cameron. These are people who had been meat eaters their entire lives. They're athletes. And, you know, you're always taught that protein, protein, protein bullshit only comes from meat and we're wrong and science is showing us that we're wrong and there are better ways to get it. And I remember reading Skinny Bitch years ago and it told me that, um, you know, we're human beings are designed to mostly have vegetables and plants and fruit. And the thing that really stuck out to me in that book was about dairy. So I haven't had dairy, um, like cow's milk ever since because cow's milk is designed for cows. Like we're the only mammal on the planet that drinks the milk of another mammal. It's fucking ridiculous. A a cow drinks cow's milk because it needs to gain a thousand pounds in three weeks in order to be its right size. We're not supposed to drink dairy milk. Anywho, So I remember these same principles from Skinny Bitch. And I just wish that I had, you know, bought into the whole thing and been plant-based and vegan since then. But this shit's hard vegan-wise because it's just sneaky. Like you pick up everything. Matter of fact, I had some bread the other day and I went and got this whole grain bread, you know, trying to do better, trying to go plant-based. And after I ate the entire thing, I went to recycle the like plastic bag that it came in and I just happened to look on the back and it said fish oil. Like the bread had fucking fish oil because it was like this omega-3 bread. So it's in everything you eat. It is a lifestyle change. It is not a diet. It's not about losing weight. It is about changing the chemistry of your body, changing your blood flow, making everything healthier and better that you do. This movie has moved me. It's That's why it's called Game Changers because the game for me has changed. Like I'm done with meat. I am done with animal products. 
hopefully forever. That is my plan. I have been eating out every single day since I saw this movie because I've been trying vegan restaurants left and right and so far so good. So if you are on this vegan journey with me, please comment, tag me, let me know like where the fire vegan places are, like what I should try, who's cooking, can I come over to your house? Like fuck with me. Let's let's rock with this game changers thing together. Let's go vegan together. Like this is serious business. I cannot impart this wisdom to you enough. Stop what you are doing and watch this Game Changers documentary tonight. I need to know that other people are on this vibe with me. You guys can send your vegan recipes and your vegan recommendations to me. It's Asia at GetRichOrGetDrunkTrying.com or hit me on Instagram at GetRichOrGetDrunkTrying. And if there are any vegan bays out here in these Miami streets, um, you know, hit me on the hip, like ping my two way. What's up? Now we are going to have, as always, the get drunk cocktail of the week. I am in the mood for a cocktail. I have definitely been um, indulging a little bit this 2020 because I deserve it. I've already gotten rid of meat. Okay. A bitch might need an extra cocktail, you know, for balance because you can't do it all. So this week we are making a Cranberry Cosmo and this is upgraded just a little bit because we're using cranberry sauce. Of all things, I will say Thanksgiving is the only time in the world I ever see cranberry sauce, think of cranberry sauce, and I know I'm not the only one, but this is really going to set off this cocktail. Okay, so for the Cranberry Cosmo, you need one lime, two tablespoons of super fine sugar, a quarter teaspoon of fine edible gold glitter, two cocktail stirrers or skewers, 12 or 14 frozen or fresh cranberries, two sprigs of fresh thyme, two tablespoons of Cointreau, two and a half ounces of vodka, I prefer Grey Goose, two and a half ounces of cranberry juice, and then two teaspoons of cranberry sauce. Once you've got all your ingredients laid out, you are going to rim the martini glasses with a lime to make it sticky and then dip the entire glass into a plate of the edible gold glitter. This just creates a beautiful rim for your cocktail, you know, because presentation is key. Yes, it's going to taste good no matter what, but why not zhuzh it up with that edible gold glitter? Like this is the impressive touch that elevates your cocktails. Now that you've got your martini glasses rimmed, you are going to fill your cocktail shaker with ice, add the Cointreau, vodka, cranberry juice, cranberry sauce, and the remaining juice from the lime that you used to rim the glass. Place a lid on the shaker and shake thoroughly. Put on some Boosie, put on some Magda Stallion, do what you gotta do, but shake that drink. Then you're gonna pour what was made and shaken into your cocktail glasses. Make sure you use the strainer so the ice and any like little lumps of cranberry sauce aren't left behind. Then you're gonna take the cranberries and the uh, strips of thyme and wrap them together and skewer them and put them on the cocktail as 
beautiful garnish. And there you have it, a super simple, sexy January cocktail. The Cranberry Cosmo really is a crowd pleaser. It's not crazy full of calories. So it's a go. It's vegan, uh, you know, plant-based pussy. That's what we're doing in 2020. We're drinking good and we're living good. That's your get rich cocktail of the week. And as always, we've got to wrap the show with, excuse me, get drunk cocktail of the week. You know what I mean, y'all. So, of course, we have to end the show with our get rich tip of the week. And it's a really, really easy one this week. So, you know, it's a new year. It's a new decade. And I learned this uh, the hard way. And I want you guys to learn it the easy way. In 2020 and going forward for the rest of your life, there is one simple thing that you can do that will elevate all of your financial goals and decisions. And it is to personalize your goal. Meaning, don't just write on a piece of paper or or, um, dream and try to manifest $100,000. It doesn't work like that. You need to personalize your goals. Yes, it can be $100,000, but $100,000 for what? Do you want $100,000 for a new home? Do you want to take a $100,000 vacation? Do you want, what is the thing that this dollar amount is going to bring into your life that you didn't have before? That is the key to personalize your goals. Like put your name on it, put your kid's name on it, put a picture of the house on it, whatever the thing is, you need to personalize your goals. Is it for retirement? Is it for paying off student debts? Like it needs to be meaningful to you and more tailored to your unique path. It can't just be a random number out in the universe because that does not work. And that could be copied and pasted into anybody's um, life goals. So setting goals that are based on your values and your personal beliefs, like they make things more realistic for you. And the more realistic something is, the more easy it is to attain. Like even with me going vegan, I literally talk about it 24 seven. I tell everyone about it because you have to make it real. It has to be a thing that your coworkers will ask you about. It has to be a thing that your partner reminds you about or that people send you articles about. It's not real when it's just this blanket statement of $100,000. It needs to be something that you enfold into your daily life and your daily rituals so that it takes on more meaning for you and it makes it more attainable. And that goes with fitness goals, relationship goals, whatever the thing is. Don't be vague about your dreams. Be specific. When you pray at night, when you pray during the day, whatever your religion is, be specific and be crystal clear and paint that picture. Make it authentic to yourself and your real life. And I guarantee you, you reach those things that much faster. When you're doing your 2020 vision board and your goals, put your name and your face and numbers and and symbols that really matter to you. And I guarantee you guys, we will get there faster. Thank you so much for joining me on episode 30. I love you guys dearly. You know what to do. If you like the show, subscribe, rate, leave me your comments. Again, it's Asia at GetRichOrGetDrunkTrying.com. Continue to share the show, shop the merchandise, and I will see you guys soon. I promise I will not take so long between shows next time. I love you guys. Be good.